0: HBs, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap and review romance novels while being ridiculous and loving each other in your ear holes. This week, we have two pieces of business to get to. One, we have a big, big announcement. This week, our sponsor Bubbles and Books is doing a giveaway Make sure to visit bubblesandbooks.com slash bosoms. That's bubbles, A-N-D, books with an S, dot com slash B-O-S-O-M-S to enter to win a free month of quality me-time supplies, including a romance novel from the subgenre of your choice, as well as tons of high-quality bath supplies. Super exciting stuff, and we're going to announce the winner in the intro of next episode. So stay tuned. And next is our Patreon shout out. Asha, you are a Greek muse, the goddess of literature, science, the arts, and in your case, so much more. You are the embodiment of inspiration, not just because of your positivity and supportiveness, but also because you lead by example. Whether it's a career accomplishment, a creative flair or the way you overcome hardship, those around you can learn a huge amount if they pay attention. While you're not boastful, you're also not stingy with the details of your process. So anyone can improve themselves just by being a member of your Greek choir or positioning themselves in your close orbit. And it should go without saying that your taste is impeccable. But I'm going to say it. You have impeccable taste. All right, we have got The Highlander Takes a Bride by Lindsay Sands, part two. You're going to find out who the murderer is. You're going to find out how he stealths her a second time. Here we go.
1: Hi, Erin. Hello, <laughs> Melanie. How? Are you? Pretty good. I'm shoving this baby bell cheese into my mouth.
0: Yeah, you Ow. are. Ow. Get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. So, I'm pretty excited because when this episode drops, I will have officiated my friend's wedding. Hell. Yeah. Reverend Melody. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I am a Pastafarian minister. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to insult you.
0: Yeah. Well, so I I got ordained by the Universal Life Church and the church of the flying spaghetti monster just to do it double well i did the universal life church because that's what popped up at the beginning and it it didn't do anything wonky like call you a grand wizard which gets awkward yeah you don't i've heard (laughs) happens with some some churches it's awkward but then i found out about the church of the flying spaghetti monster and i couldn't not did you not already know about pastafarians before you became i had no idea no i'm a total poser i'm i'm doing it for the novelty because Mm -hmm. the bride it made the bride happy and frankly anything that makes the bride happy is what i'm gonna do it made Uh me happy too so like double happiness yeah
1: pastafarians are trying very hard to get recognized in the military that's a whole thing oh and uh-huh. th- also, uh, like, the driver's license situation. Do you know about that? No. So you're not allowed to wear a hat in your driver's license photo unless uh-huh. the hat is some kind of religious thing, like a turban yeah. or something like that or yarmulke, right. or, you know. It's something you wear for your devoutness in your religion. And so sure. Pastafarians were like, we have a religion and we wear colanders on our head. No To be Pastafarians And we want to wear our Holy spaghetti strainers In our driver's (laughs) license photos And they fought that battle And they won I don't remember what state it was Yeah, but they they won that fight
0: Mm -hmm. That is amazing And when I say they, I mean you I am so proud Minister (laughs)
1: Melody Yeah Yep (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep
0: Ah, to be a part of the ministry of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yes. I just, I don't know. It just feels like I've i have reached a new height in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to officiate this wedding. So <laughs> I went on the cult and I was like, I think I found the dress. And everybody was like, "You found the dress. It looks so good. Of course, they it. So nice. You could have worn
1: literally anything." No, and everyone. Just be honest with me. Honest, yes. But they look at the. They would look at the picture through cult glasses, which is they just would. love and friendship. <laughs> and no matter what you wore, everyone would just be like, "She looks amazing. We just mm. love her." And that's what will happen if anyone posts any pictures on the cult of anything. So if you're just having a down day and you just want to post a picture of you looking shitty and just be like... Uh, how do I look? Everybody's going to say, great. Because one time, remember, I think it was Cat C. Yeah. I posted something where she looked fantastic and I was going to post oh, yeah. something back. And then I was like, oof, I just woke up and this is bad. <laughs> and so I took a picture of myself and I was like, I was going to post a video. And then I realized this is what I'm working with. And everybody was <laughs> like, look at your mermaid hair. And I was like, oh, I no. look like death. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I look so. a little bit methy.
1: <laughs> oh, real methy that morning.
0: <laughs> yep yeah yeah i know but there's so much excitement just regardless like i've got Uh this wedding it's also giveaway week oh do you realize it's giveaway week yeah now i yep oh my god (laughs) it's giveaway week (laughs) oh my god (laughs) for bubbles and books yeah guys okay okay i'm so excited because so a they rule but then b they don't want to just tell you that they want to prove it to one lucky hb so right. at the top of the episode i mentioned a link you need to go to that link you need to sign up for this giveaway because next week we're going to announce the winner oh and we get to announce winner, it on the yeah. podcast oh that's yeah. really cool i'm excited so, yeah so the winner gets a month a subscription to bubbles and books full of freezies mm-hmm. and remember that is the combination Of romance novels Uh and fucking bath stuff. It's relaxation and reading, you guys. Guys, next
1: week's podcast is the week that you're going to want to be announced on. Oh. Let's just say that. Yeah. Because
0: we got a surprise lined up for you. And it is the one and only. Can I say? Go ahead, Aaron. Chuck Tingle Week. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chuck Tingle Week. Yeah. We're very excited about that. Yeah. If you're...
1: If you're a fan of Gay Bigfoot, um, you definitely want to. Gay Bigfoot, right. Dr. Attorney at Law, you definitely want to yeah. enter this giveaway so that you can be announced on that episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And there's a space raptor butt invasion that's probably going to happen, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All those things, <laughs> which, frankly, is, I, I think the only thing I might love more than that are baths. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. When you sign up for this uh this giveaway, the lucky winner gets a um you get to choose what genre you want. You can pick the mystic box, which is paranormal, or the swept away box, which is all historical times, be it England or Highlander or Civil War or mm-hmm. America Times. You never know. Yeah. You could be Sherlock Holmes away. Times as well, could I believe. Be. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, or you could choose the bad boy box with a uh, you can get steamy with a bad boy romance.
1: Those are all contemporaries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're going to get a motorcycle or like Ooh. a crime maybe or something or like, like that. like a
0: billionaire. Yeah. Maybe a billionaire. Ooh.
1: Yeah. But he's going to be bad sexually.
0: Like good yes, sexually, right. but like a bad boy.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going to smolder. Probs. I, I can't believe I just said that he's going to be
0: bad at sex.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant.
0: <laughs> no, this is not real life. No. So, then, in addition to that, you get a bath bomb, you get, like, um, some artisan soaps, it's all curated according to a theme, and then you get, like, bath or book accessories. Mm-hmm. So, it shows up at your door, it's fucking happiness in a box, Yes. and in addition to the giveaway, if you don't win the giveaway, you can go buy or gift um your subscription, and and your first month, you get 20% off if you type in Bosom 20. B O S O M 20. Yeah. Bubbles and books. Bubbles and books. So it's all very exciting. We got part two of oh. The Highlander
1: Takes a Ride by Lindsay yeah, Sands. We do. And I have to confess something. What? Part one, I was pretty solid on the characters, the things that mm. were happening, the plot. Okay. Part two. Less? Went a little downhill. Remember when I said, Mm. I'm going to read the whole book this weekend, because I've got this trial this week that needs my whole brain, and I'm not going to be able to focus at all on the book this week? Yeah, you
0: told me on Sunday. You were like, I'm going to read it today anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So what happened that day was I read half of it, and that was the Mm. first half. And then I did that (laughs) trial, and I didn't read any of the book on the days of that trial. Yeah, fair. It was a big trial. Fortunately, it was a shorter trial. It turned out. we I didn't expect it to be a short trial, but it was. And so I read the rest of it on Thursday and Friday and like some was audible at 2x speed some (laughs) with the the accent it was rough and i was just like and also this is when the seven brothers show up so i was just like who the fuck is these people (laughs) and like the accent like everything was rough and then like i herbs a bunch i was like
0: gotta get this done it's all right i got you
1: yeah, so you I might gotcha. have to hold my hand and lead me through the, the hills of Highlander well, times.
0: Take my hand, my darling. Here I we will. go. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: we lifted up our hands to each other.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's the morning after she gives away her virginity in kind of a gross way. Yeah. You know, like, it
1: it went uphill. Like, it got better, you guys. Transport yourself. Get swept away to the grossness of this first scene. To
0: to her literally (laughs) thinking he impaled her with a sword. Ouch. (laughs) So, next morning, she wakes up and he's not there. And she's like, ooh, maybe I'll touch myself. No, I want to go find him instead. Yeah. But, nice man that he is, he's he's decided he's going to be all conscientious and, and awesome. He has ordered her a bath. Mm-hmm. Although we find out the way that he orders her a bath is the meanest thing ever, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is always the good with the bad with these two. So she has to hurry and cover up the blood spot on the bed <laughs> because don't worry, she's a traditional virgin. Yeah, even though she does a lot of horse riding all so, astride. Much horseback riding. Yeah. And climbing so and jumping and
1: all kinds of stuff.
0: I feel like her hymen would be non-existent, but it's okay. So she bathes. And then he's worried about his squire because his squire is sick. Yeah. Except he wasn't worried enough to give the kid a day off or no. not make him sit outside her door wrapped in a blanket to uh-huh. make sure he heard her wake up so that he could run all the way down to the kitchens. And alert the servants that she needed a bath. Right. That is how the bath happened, is that his sickly, feverish, (laughs) tiny little squire had to post up in the drafty-ass castle hallway Mm -hmm. to just make sure. Okay. Yep. So then he's like, I'm going to dunk this kid in the lock. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a fever. The water's freezing. Yeah. So
1: let's put this kid in the lock. Usually this kid's pretty annoying, but... He's adorable when I kinda he's I kind of was sick. on board with him for this, because he was oh, yeah. like, uh, Miller... You're trying to kill me! I don't want to go into the cold water. I'm not feeling very well.
0: Uh, this is I should be a bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... And Greer ca- keeps being like, you're not very manly unless you jump in this lock right, right. now. And the kid's like, fine. I'm fine with that. I'm, I don't want to do it. But... As you guys know, when Greer wants to dunk somebody in cold, freezing water without their gonna consent, happen. he's going to do it. So That's right. So, he does. Yeah. And, uh, well,
0: and then right after she has a bath and gets all pretty, Said gets the dessert that she wanted the night before mm-hmm. so that she can be like, Vanilla, here are the simple carbohydrates oh. I'm distracting you with. Sniff, sniff. This is one of the worst
1: interrogations I've ever read. And I've read some pretty bad ones. Me too. It's pretty bad. Okay. So she goes up to talk to Fenella.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: She blows it. You might have to take over here because what I remember is she blows it. (laughs) She
0: does. She does. That's actually my whole note is that the <laughs> she, interrogation she of the cousin said, doesn't go well because that's how i have it too yeah basically she walks in and she's like vanilla i made your favorite dessert and vanilla's like oh my gosh someone's being nice to me what a day It's so nice that you made me <laughs> and i it's so sad because there's this fleeting moment where she thinks she has a friend yeah and then uh-huh. it's just the whole thing is just dashed. it's just not true well, first of all, the whole conversation starts with Finella being like, "Where the fuck were you yesterday? You didn't check on me at all." And Sades like, "Well, if you'd come down from your room sometimes." That's her internal monologue, of course. So then she literally just says, "So tell me about all your dead husbands." Uh-huh. Just one more time. Let's let's just let's go through
1: this once again. And she's like, yeah. "Okay, I guess for my right. only truest friend, I will." So she so does. Oh, I know what she does to totally fuck up oh, yeah, everything. What?
0: Yeah, so Sane oh, is she tells like, her about the feather.
1: Yeah, she's like, you know, I'm just asking because Lady McDonald told me that she helped prepare your second dead husband after he died, you know, when you couldn't do it because you're yeah. such a sissy loser. Right. And <laughs> she found a goose feather.
0: And Fenella looks at her and she's like, oh no, not you too. You think I murdered everybody? Why would you think that? And, she's, yeah. and Sane is just kind of like, well...
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) doesn't look great and finella freaks out and is just like get out of here and she throws the dessert at her and she leaves i love the fact that
0: she threw the baked goods
1: yeah and then also not only is the squire sick but also lady mcdonald has taken ill she didn't come down for breakfast that morning so sade passes by lady mcdonald's (laughs) uh room (laughs) she's such a fucking sociopath (laughs) and she's like she knew that she should check on Lady MacDonald after seeing Fenella, but she really wasn't in the mood <laughs> since <laughs> the lady had been kind to her and had even dragged herself from her sickbed to check on her last night when she'd screamed. And as Fenella had pointed out, she had been rude in not even opening the door for her. Of course, she hadn't been able to at the point. She'd been naked and pinned to the bed by Greer's large body. And Impaled so Impaled by his
0: sword. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so she's like, ugh, I guess I'll go check on this old lady. Ugh,
0: I have she's to be like, nice. Yeah, she's such a bitch
1: all the time.
0: So she checks on the lady. Lady finds out that the squire is sick. She gets real worried. They go check on the squire together. And that is where they are when the troubadours happen or something. And... The people announce an arrival. No. Right. But while she's in with Lady MacDonald,
1: I just wanted to point
0: this oh, out about Sade. Sure. Said. sure. <laughs> Lady
1: MacDonald says, you could do worse than a man like Greer to husband, because she's kind of noticed maybe this like romance budding between the two of them. Yeah. And Sade's eyes widened incredulously. Oh, I, I mean, is he not already betrothed? Sade asked weakly, she'd assumed he was. Most nobles were betrothed and when they were still in their swaddling or not long after. So this whole time, Sade's, like, thought there was an engagement between the creator and somebody <laughs> else. Can we just mention that? Like, the whole time, Sade's been you like, yeah, I'm sure I I'm actually, a mistress here. You're fine
0: I with actually, that? I don't think it's her responsibility. That's fine. It's his just like betrothal. I agree with that. Like, I just, like, she's such
1: a fucking lady. Sane no, is I such know. an honorable, honorable lady. And <laughs> she apparently the whole time thought he had had a ring on somebody else. Anyway. Yeah, fair. All right.
0: Fair. So then, all of a sudden. The banners. People. The Buchanons. Yeah. Well, so Greer realizes there's a whole other scene where Greer realizes they're coming. And so he tells somebody, go get the priest right now. You got to bring the priest.
1: Jesus. And
0: he's really surprised because he wasn't expecting them like at midday he was expecting them at the evening time at the earliest Uh uh-huh so she's standing in alpin well it's actually the master room this is really sweet of greer he takes his little squire and he puts him up in his own bed and like you know uses his bed as the sick bed for the nine-year-old it's nice it's fine and then all of a sudden these seven gigantic men just bust in. And they're like, Sade, we're here to save you. We're going to take you back to Buchanan. Don't worry about it. And she's like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. I like it here. How did you know I was? What's happening? Save yeah. me from what? And they're like, we're going to kill him. And she's like, kill who? Ooh. This is ridiculous. Basically, we found oh my out. God, you guys. This is he, how he stealthed her. He stealthed her. For marriage, yeah. When he left the room, this yeah. motherfucker went and wrote a very hasty letter and explicit to her brothers. <laughs> to her saying, brothers, <laughs> I've ruined your baby sister. I'm probably fucking her right now. She's done been ruined, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna marry her. So you're welcome to come and witness the marriage. Please give me your blessing. Yes. And then he sent a writer off that night. Yeah. While they were fucking. Yeah. Like, without talking to her at all. No,
1: no talking to her about, Hey, do you want to marry me? Is marrying me something you want to do? Would you like your seven brothers to know that you had sex with me before marriage? Is that something you want to be out about you in the world?
0: He didn't ask whether she wanted his dick in her right now. He did not ask how she felt about marriage or public declarations of intent. There was nothing that happened with Greer. Or again,
1: public declarations of premarital fucking, which I think Uh, is a big deal back then. Yeah. yeah. There's no circumstance under which anyone says to me, (laughs) do you mind if your seven brothers know about this sexual thing about you? And I'm like, yes. I mean, I don't have seven brothers, but like that answer is always no. I feel like for most people...
0: Yeah. anyway <laughs> so then this happens greer comes in they're like we're gonna kill you she yeah. is wrestling with them on the ground she's fighting them off they're trying to carry her away like cavemen it's a whole thing lady mcdonald and alpin the um the squire are both sitting there in just amused incredulity mm-hmm. so then finally she's just like what is happening get off of me like w- stop it and Greer is like, oh well, I told them that we're gonna get married, and she's like, like, we're not getting married. You, we didn't talk about getting married. We just talked about having some some fun times in the bedroom. Yeah, and even that, not and barely. Yeah, not not quite enough <laughs> for me. So she's like, I I'm don't not marrying know. anybody. Yeah, I'm not marrying anybody. I planned on being a spinster at Buchanan for the rest yeah. of my life. Are you telling me that I'm no longer welcome at my home? And they're Mm -hmm. like, no, of course not. You're always welcome. And he's like, you're not going to be a spinster. You're going to be here, married to me. Yeah. And then the brothers are like, oh, you're
1: ruined. So you're definitely going to get married. And she's like, oh, are you ruined?
0: It's the best conversation. Hey,
1: Alec, are you ruined? Mm -hmm. Hey, Conan or whatever. Rory, are you ruined? are you ruined? Because I've seen you all fuck ladies.
0: And she means that literally. Like, she has seen them. It, do actually, sex to just a, just a minute it says because i've seen air one of you save ollie backing giggling maids into corners and tossing up their skirts at buchanan so why am i ruined for tossing up greer's plaid And yeah. Greer's like she did not toss up my plaid <laughs> <laughs> but like can we go back to like the the
1: casual mention that she's like seen her brothers like oh fuck. no there are super boundary
0: issues in this family it's a problem but it's not like weird isn't it I mean is it not I feel like I feel like it was one of those situations where they were like in a barn or like you know she was like passing by and may do you have think seen that the location
1: at which you've encounter? seen each of your seven brothers have. Six- Savannah. But this isn't like a mistake, like, whoops, I walked in, sorry, I saw my brother having sex with a lady. All six of them. So this (laughs) must happen with some frequency. And also, how many maids do they have? Yeah, I don't think that the location
0: of it being in a barn matters. I, I I mean, I'm not saying the location matters. I'm just saying that I don't think that, you know, she's like sitting in the sewing room and they're Entering the room in order to fuck in front of her. I think sure. she's like, no, that would be an on by. That would be much weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then happens to see and then keeps moseying. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? I just don't know that that's. It's weird. Yeah. No, it's, it's weird. weird. It's always I don't think that makes weird. it acceptable. Yeah. No, there's a lot. There's later on, they have a very long winded conversation about her duckies.
1: Yeah. I just, I'm going to leave it here because I don't, I don't want to get too weird with you, but you have a brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just put yourself a little bit in her circumstance and you tell me if that doesn't scar you for life.
0: (laughs) No, that would be weird. There are moments when my brother because my brother um, and his girlfriend are fairly PDA, like in a way that I have never been in any of my relationships. Gross. But it also weirds me out that like I'll be FaceTiming with him and like they'll just start cuddling. What? And I'm like, Wait, why? No. Why is that happening? Oh, that upsets me <laughs> to my core. No, it's not. It's not like bad. Like, because often she's already been talking to me too. Uh huh. But it's just. But but I'm saying that even that is a little bit like, huh? So mm-hmm. if I saw him tossing up her skirt
1: in the corner <laughs> of anywhere. <laughs>
0: I don't know if I would be okay. Oh, even if it was just a barn and you were just moseying? Fuck (laughs) you.
1: Oh, fuck you. I knew I'd get you to come around on this.
0: (laughs) So, all right. So the whole conversation is, are you ruined? Like, and actually she goes even further than that. She's like, do you hate me that much that you would say that me doing this one thing fundamentally changes who I am as a person and what I deserve in this life? And they're like, no, of course not. And she's like, but everything you're telling me to do mm-hmm. indicates that. Like, it it perfectly denotes that. Right. So maybe think about what you're saying. And then Greer saves the day because he's like, listen, lady, I don't want to marry you because I ruined you.
1: Oh, but she kind of makes him, though, saying that. Because yeah. he's like, she's like, okay. He's like, I don't want to marry you because you, you, I ruined you. And she's like, all right. Why then? Tell me in yeah. words
0: and he's like oh i know he has a really hard time don't make me do this like <laughs>
1: Ugh, i'm a terrible sociopath like and
0: the best thing he can come up with is because she's a hard wench yeah because you're not Finella. that's
1: <laughs> that's the reason you're not gross like millie the maid and you're not a sissy like fenella <laughs> you're the one i choose
0: <laughs> so she asks if he'll stop if he'll try to stop her from wearing braids and riding astride and cursing and using a sword, and he's like, "No, I like you that way," and so she's like, "You know what? Cool. I then can do we're worse." We're gonna get, yeah, we're gonna get married then. And he's already called the priest. And the next scene is them at the wedding feast, and her bloody sheets from the night before are <laughs> already displayed. <laughs>
1: and she thinks her brothers kind of did it like tongue in cheek because usually like you know it's kind of rare that the sheets already out yeah yeah
0: gross just amazing so all right at the feast they challenge him to a drinking contest each in succession she goes to bed they tie antlers to his head and deposit him in their marital bed And they're Uh like bye hilarious we're so funny (laughs) so the next morning he wakes up and she's gone She's gone to the lock, and he is decides to go there as well. And there is some great outdoor marriage consummation sex. Would you agree with that? Yeah.
1: I I'm sorry. I was just reading a passage in which she saw (laughs) Finella at her wedding (laughs) feast. She said her gaze slid to Finella's door. Oh, it's not even. It's when she's going up to bed.
0: No, they didn't tell Fenella they were getting married. Right. <laughs> nor did they invite her down to the feast. <laughs> yeah. And that reminds... <laughs>
1: what a bitch. It's like, it reminded me that when they talked about over the dessert, remember when she made her the dessert? Yeah. Fenella had said, like, maybe my only way out of this is I could maybe try to marry Greer. And then I could stay right. here and have somewhere to live. And Greer's not bad, you know, and mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't rape me. And he seems like a nice guy. And... Then then say just straight marries him like the next day. No, the same day. <laughs> the same
0: it's day. The same day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, thank you for bringing that up, because I did forget during their conversation, we also found out that Greer's first, Mm -hmm. his like right hand dude, Mm -hmm. Fenella tells her that this first Bowie and Alan, her dead husband, used Mm -hmm. to be like the bestest of Mm -hmm. best
1: friends. So they were probably gay friends.
0: Oh. They were gay for
1: each other, because now we know that Alan is gay. So Indeed. so that guy's name is bowie yeah bowie so yeah she just looks at her door
0: and then randomly thinks about. oh yeah
1: oh yeah finella was thinking that maybe her (sighs) only way to survive in this world was
0: to marry greer
1: (laughs) maybe i I should have invited her to the feast so that she can i don't know have dinner she doesn't even think about that stuff here's what she thinks Ahem. She looks at her door. Sade's smile faded. She had resolved little talking to her cousin. Yeah, you think? Yeah. And was still left wondering whether she killed all her husbands. (laughs) It was a matter that she needed to put to rest, if only in her own mind. So she has no thought of like I just married Greer man that really fucks with Fenella or she's super mad at me cuz I insulted her or I should have invited her or to my wedding murderer Fenella invited to Sade to all of her weddings every single one And say didn't yeah. go to the the second third or fourth wedding cuz she was to like fair she didn't know about them Oh yeah cuz her brother didn't tell her or something yeah. but it's like Fenella invited you to her weddings far away <laughs> Fenella's in the same castle <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't do it <laughs> okay oh sorry all right so they go down to the lock and greer sees her she's swimming and so he gets undressed she looks at his chiseled highlander body and he gets into the lock and then she feels his oh this kind of this kind of grossed me out mm-hmm. i don't know why but she felt his erection bobbing against her behind uh-huh. and it was ju- I don't know. There's something about the word bobbing in any sexy situation that I'm mm-hmm. just like, probably not, though. Like, can we <sighs> decide not to? Probably how that would be. No, I hear that. I don't yeah. know. But it, but it was just like, I was uh-huh. just like, ah, no. Yeah. Well, also, I was sitting here going, oh, God, no. No lock no, sex. No, no not lock, lock sex. Not lock. Get out of the lock. Not Get out no, of no, there. No, no, no. Do not do that. Anyway. Yep. No. So don't worry, guys. There's no lock sex. He takes her up. He lays her down on the plaid they're having some sexy fun times she won't stop grabbing for his erection and he's like i don't want to spill my seed all over you and your round globes oh, and god so- <laughs>
1: soft globes. you know what round globes is less weird to me the
0: soft, really, the soft globes soft is the weird because
1: they seem mushy
0: mm- yeah <laughs> something about what <laughs> yeah anyway. totally so anyway, they have some doggy style sex that she mm-hmm. is not expecting, but likes. Mm-hmm. And then that turns into her straddling in them chest to chest, that kind of mm-hmm. sexy times. And uh, yeah, so they consummate the marriage finally. It's great. And then they're about to get back in the lock and they, um, they hear the horses spook a bit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh no, someone's here. Because right. let's review, they're right by a public lake. <laughs> and <laughs> they don't this see anything. Spot. It's their spot. This is their spot. Yeah, yeah. So they don't see anything. Also, he's like, him and
1: Millie's spot. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> so he's like, get some clothes on, woman. And she's like, you're naked with a sword in your hand. But she still puts some clothes on. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm gonna race you home. Bye. And mm-hmm. gets dressed and races off before he even has time to pleat his plaid how undignified i like
1: how she rode off while he was like hastily pleading like yeah it's so hard to do
0: <laughs> it is it is and he he does only does it like halfway yeah like he doesn't he's gonna be all messed up when he gets back can you
1: imagine what it would be like to ride a horse in a kilt with no underpants
0: i would not like to do that no i would not like to imagine no and i even. have
1: lady parts and i don't uh-huh. want to imagine that
0: but yeah, they did totally. that
1: a lot anyway <laughs> all right moving on all right did, wait did they though Is there, like, a special... Ansi. Can you tell
0: us about the Is that how that was? Was it just, like, bare balls on the saddle? Highlander horse riding.
1: I'm sure there are others of you out there that know about this. Highlander horse riding. Somebody tell us. Bare balls
0: on the saddle. Yeah, or no? (laughs) No bare balls. I or nay. Right. So... (laughs) He's like racing after her, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, his stallion stops in the middle of the path. He Thank almost God. goes over his right. He almost goes over his head, and then he looks down, and his new bride is on the ground with an arrow in her chest. Specifically, her dark wing ducky. Oh, yeah. and it is not quacking right no, now. No, it's like it's so limp.
1: Quack, quack. Quack, it's I'm like dying. wheezing. Ugh.
0: This quack. This poor (laughs) is just wheezing. (laughs) So he puts her on his saddle, takes her to the
1: castle. This is where he swoops her in a way that no one knows how. He's like on his horse (laughs) and somehow swoops an arm, an extendable, Mrs. Incredible arm, down and swoops her up on the horse, and the explanation given by the author is like, no one knew how he did it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he just magically did. Yeah, it. least of all your reader. I have Those no clue.
1: Adrenalines. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he makes a beeline for his room. And then he realizes that Alpin, the feverish virused child, is uh, in that bed. But you know, it's Highlander times. They don't know about viruses or infections. And so he just puts her in the bed right next to him. And Rory, one of her brothers, trained with their healer. And so he immediately strips her down. They start looking at this this arrow. And I also need to bing, boom, bong, chest wounds with melody question mark mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I don't know where a thing goes into your boob, goes all the way out your back, and doesn't somehow hit a lung.
1: I think the idea was that it was at an angle uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. from the front so that it okay. came out in the in the back kind of in the shoulder blade area. Okay, okay. Like okay. like that kind of situation. Oh. So the 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 real damage here is like shouldery muscles, I think.
0: Okay, Do you so you understand what I'm like saying. Cuz I was like she's got a sucking chest wound. Like that is I don't that she's believe dying. that to be the case. Right, no, it, no. Of course, wasn't. I believe it, wasn't. it is a chest
1: wound that is not sucking mm. because well, it is and plugged. She's
0: got, she's got even with her bird bones. She's got those big giant tatas. Yeah, and so it could be just like a, a graze <laughs> in the armpit region that hits yeah. a ducky and a back, maybe. Yeah,
1: because it it just the, her boobs are so big that the arrow just oh goes in God. and is just like yeah. into her boob. And yeah, can't. they're also
0: miraculously healing, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, so. This is when not only is the nine-year-old having to pull himself together because he's seeing tits for the first time, but the brothers have a whole conversation about how well their sister has developed since last they saw her flat chest at 12 years old. Since last they had sex in front of her, (laughs) she's gotten boobs. I can't with these brothers. (laughs) It's a lot. They're like, it actually makes me really proud, like extra proud to call her sister. To know that she's got such nice duckies, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. Meanwhile, she At is unconscious to- and bleeding to death on the bed. Yeah, yeah. At least my brother had the wherewithal and the good reaction to be like, "How dare you, Ocean?" how dare you show me my sister's kit (laughs) i forgot how dare you (laughs) Ah, that was such an early
1: episode too no one knows what we're talking about hey one listener you remember (laughs) spartacus yeah that was was. yeah that was the duke and i right
0: I think so, yeah. (laughs) No, he was indignant with the sea. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Whereas Fast Forward to to Fifty Shades
1: of Grey, Christian Grey is like, shall (laughs) I take you in the sea?
0: (sighs) Never. Never. No. no. Shall. Okay. So they're like trying to figure out why somebody would want to shoot her. And they're like, who is she pissed off? It's obviously this bitch's fault. Mm -hmm. And uh, she kind of takes issue with that. It's actually cute because they all huddle around her bare chested form in order to hold her in place so that they can push the arrow out Mm -hmm. and um, they tend to her and then she's unconscious for like three days. Mm -hmm. But they've got to push the arrow out the back, her back.
1: Yeah. Which like one time I got my ears pierced at Claire's. I've had my ears pierced many times at Claire's because <laughs> I would just let them grow back or they get infected yeah. or whatever. And one time the gun jammed and the, the, oh. yeah, the particular, like the really sharp cubic zirconia that they use for the piercing yep. times only got like halfway through my <gasps> ear. And so mm-hmm. the lady was like, and by lady, I mean, she was 16, but to me, she was a lady. I'm sure yeah. like I'm 11 or whatever. And she's like right. 17. So she's like, okay, there's like two ways we can do this either I pull this out and we do another hole and you're probably going to have like one and a half holes or like you're going to have one hole that's Uh like extra big because of this mishap or Mm -hmm. I can just shove it through manually. And I was Mm -hmm. like, shove it through. (laughs) Of course is the answer to that. You're the bravest. I remember that hurting so bad. And I don't know if it was because I was so young or it genuinely hurt that bad, but I remember that hurting so bad. And that's all I could think about when they were like, the arrow's halfway through. We can't pull it out no, the way it came wasn't. in.
0: No, it was poking out the back yeah, a tiny bit. They can could you imagine? They it. No, I can't. How would that be I, like to mm-hmm. poke it through her back yeah, skin no and then pull the wood, no the splintery? Nope don't want to Glendry
1: Woods through nope. her whole body yeah. I was just like nah. woof
0: <laughs> glad well, this didn't happen to Fenella because she would yeah. just be like wah, 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 <laughs> everybody arrow. No, they, would have imba- they would have abandoned her they would have been You're like right. some servant will deal with this <laughs> goodbye let it happen off screen finally some peace and fucking quiet around this castle <laughs> no more moping oh my gosh all right, so the boys decide, once she wakes up, that she's going to have a, a round-the-clock guard all the time. She hates this idea, mm-hmm. because she is a lady who can wield a sword, even though she's been unconscious for three days. She can't quite walk yet, and she certainly can't lift a broadsword. Or a nine-year-old boy. We'll get back to that. Or or that. Yep. So, say Drugs or brothers, the, the two brothers that are on duty, mm-hmm. guard duty, and she and Alpin escape the room via the secret passages secret passageways you guys oh my gosh Sade learns about the secret passages yeah. and it's actually really cute because alpin tells her how he's like decided she's okay yeah bing boom, boom. never really yeah 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 yeah. so
1: <laughs> he comes around on her because he kind of realizes that these external things about being a lady or not being a lady really don't matter when you look at somebody's heart parts and yeah. his parents were the epitome of good manners and um gentlemanly and ladiness however they were really mean and abusive towards him behind right. closed doors and everyone else and maybe his dad never yelled at him or cursed at him but he did physically abuse him a lot yes um so really she is a lady by the definition that the, it should be because she's such a kind hearted woman
0: mhm
1: melody mm-hmm. in what world
0: no no nine-year-old can
1: no i'm saying this bitch is not a kind-hearted woman <laughs> she's so mean <laughs> she's so mean if that's the standard by which we are going to define ladies in this book say is
0: isn't one listen he talked about a lot of good deeds that happened off the page off page and you know what? It's not our thoughts that should be judged, Aaron. It's our actions. And so nobody knows that she begrudgingly checked on Lady MacDonald. Yeah. All they know is that she did, in fact, check on her. But I know that one of her actions <laughs> is
1: laying in bed when Fenella was getting raped. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> if we're defined by our actions, her actions I suck. I mean, I hear you. I hear okay. you. Like clobbering so anyway, her in the face
1: with a log without asking permission first.
0: <laughs> so, okay, as they're All right, they finally get for outside. The
1: okay, no problem, yeah. no problem. There's a lot of stairs involved. This is important. It takes yeah, a very long time. Alpin uh-huh. is very exhausted by the time they get both. outside. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're both weak and not okay. So they get outside, and then, long story short, somebody pushes a part of the wall down in order to crush them. Yeah. And Alpin sees it just in time, pushes her out of the way, gets scraped all down his back, Mm -hmm. probably gets a crazy concussion. Right. And is totally unconscious.
1: This is not a good way to murder somebody, guys. If you're thinking about murdering somebody by pushing a boulder off of something, it's not going to work. It's It's never going to hit them. That Just think of the aim there. You're not going to get them.
0: You could get seen. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really, really obvious when you're the only person coming down the bell tower stairs. Yeah. The thing is, is they're probably not going to
1: die. And then as soon as this happens, everybody's going to run upstairs and they're going to catch you. Do not try to murder. If you're at a castle and you need to do a murder, don't do it this way. Not this way. This has been murder times with Aaron.
0: That's right. So then she has to get this unconscious nine year old, this muscly nine year old. Remember? He's so he dense. Is built like a 17 year old. He is. She has to get him back into the place. So she takes off her dress and she pulls him on her dress. Meanwhile, while all of this is happening, no, there's so many
1: stairs in there and she's pulling him <laughs> behind her. <laughs> Can you imagine how much his head bounced off those stone stairs all the way down? Have you ever tried to pull, like, luggage downstairs because you're too lazy to lift it? And it's like, go, 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 go. That was a child. And there were so many stairs that both of them were exhausted and sweaty by the time they got outside.
0: I imagine that the kitchens were actually on the ground level. The kitchens were usually on the ground level. So she took the first entrance instead of trying to get him all the way up the stairs. He, he plonked that head on several <laughs> no, stairs. he did. He did. So, <laughs> so, okay. So, meanwhile, Greer has been outside taking in the lay of the land and doing some investigating and they realize that somebody laid in wait, like literally laid on the ground mm-hmm. in order to pop up and shoot her with an arrow yeah. when she rode by. What a pointless
1: chapter was that! Everybody yeah, could have done without pointless. that chapter. Everyone Completely. knew she. Somebody shot her with an arrow. Duh. Completely. Great investigating career.
0: So anyway, when they get back, they're like going to go check on her. They start looking around. They're they're crazy uh, worried. They find them in the kitchen, all is well. They pick them both up and take them upstairs. Everybody's well really upset for the with her head wound on the sick child. <laughs> <laughs> so Sade feels terrible because mm-hmm. she sort of by proxy put a child in a place to get murdered,
1: gravely injured a child. Yeah, yeah, and when when they say to Sade, "Listen, you you escaped your thing and went outside and you almost got murdered and you took a kid with you and that's irresponsible," you know what this bitch says? He totally <laughs> Me, wanted to go. Like, it was yeah, his it's idea. Not like it's him. not like I made him go.
0: Did he's uh-
1: nine. <laughs>
0: I mean, and Rory definitely takes her to task on that. Yeah. She thinks that Greer is also going to, like, come and scream at her. Yeah, fair. And what he does instead is nice. give her some of that good dick.
1: Good, good dickin'.
0: <laughs> good dickin'.
1: Like, I just feel like she's not well enough for this dickin'. Or to no! drag a nine-year-old down and upstairs. And, like, I, I feel like this arrow wound should still be fresher, Oh, After it's,
0: it's it should be super days It should be like bleeding again because yeah. when they when they're doing it, he does say, "I'm not gonna lay you on the bed because you can't like that would be hurty." Yeah, but I still think that her being on top of him is just as hurty with you know trying to leverage with your arms. I and, like, don't think she has to do muscles. that though because
1: she is hollow and doll sized, so he can probably that's just right. move her up and down. I think that's yeah. probably what the author wants us to think happened there. Right. No, you're totally right.
0: You're totally right. Okay. They chatted out and they're like, okay, somebody's definitely trying to kill you specifically. Right. And we should go talk to your brothers about it. Right. So as they're down there, Lady McDonald comes down and she's like, why don't you guys think about who would benefit from Sade's death? Mm-hmm. And then Sade gets her gears a turn mm-hmm. And Then Greer's like, wife, you're awful quiet over there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, that's because. Fucking Fanella, you know, the one who never stops crying, she talked about wanting to marry you the other day. Yeah, and you guys, she's a murderer. No, she hasn't told him that yet. Oh, okay, sorry. So, (laughs) God. It's amazing. So then they're all like, we're going to go find Fanella. And then he's like, I'm going to deposit you in your old room so that we don't disturb Alpin, the gravely injured child, Mm -hmm. in our room. So he picks her up and she's like, "I can walk." And he's like, "Oh no, I know that. This is a really sweet section. Mm-hmm. Bear with me, Aaron. Two yeah, sociopaths are being sweet. I just
1: hate him." He and says,
0: her. <laughs> "He says, I like having you up against me." And she's like, "Oh really?" And she's like, "He's like, yeah. Why do you think I married you?" And she goes, "So you could tuck me without my brothers killing you." And he goes, "He goes, I'm the one who informed your brothers." And she says, "More fuel, yeah." I never would have told them or demanded marriage from you. Right. And I would have just enjoyed you while I could and then gone about my business. And he's like, I know you were going to fuck me and then abandon me. No wonder somebody's trying to kill you.
1: <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> Which is cute. But also that conversation lets us learn that she never would have told her brothers.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, never would have told.
1: Nope. He's a monster.
0: So. When he leaves the room mm-hmm. after depositing her on the bed, mm-hmm. Fenella comes out from underneath the bed because the oh, poor right. deer heard all of them accusing her of being an absolute monster, mm-hmm. murderous lady. And she ducked into the room thinking they would go to the master bedroom. Right. She comes out and she's like, oh, hi. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I heard all of that. And yep. I didn't kill anybody except for the first guy. You which were there. You, know you were remember, yeah. So we really don't have to rehash that, right? And but basically, I don't she kill
1: you. she talks to Sade and Sade believes her.
0: Yeah. So she's like, you know what? Why don't you? Well, Finella is like, Finella gets her. It actually kind of sucks because the author makes it seem like it's really manipulative on the part of Fenella. It is not. And it's not because she's just like, I'm going to have nowhere to go if Lady MacDonald throws me out. And she's like, oh, no, you've got a place here always. And and, dur- and her whole inner monologue is her being like, well, I really can't tell her that I'll send her to Buchanan because my brothers will like kill me <laughs> if they're saddled with her for the rest right. of their lives. Right. And I can't, I can't just make her into a a milkmaid. Mm-hmm. So I guess I have to tell yeah, her. I've got no choice. That she here. can stay here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then Finella's like, "Well, she's got me in a really, really gross room. This is a, this is a nice room." Mm-hmm. And and Sade's like, "Yeah, okay, fine, uh, fine. God, on, yeah, Finella. fine, Jesus, uh, we can have this room. We'll put that you in much- the room that's not so
1: stinky and full of rats." Finella literally says, <laughs> "I think there are rats in the room." is it possible to move to a room where it's not like this person murdered my son? That's where I'm going to put her. And she's like, fine."
0: (laughs) so she's like, why don't you take a nap? I'm going to go talk to my brothers and we'll figure out a plan. Like maybe we can put you under guard so that Mm -hmm. the next time somebody tries to murder me, they'll know exactly where you are and we can Mm -hmm. hear your name. And I was like, great, I'm going to take a nap. So she goes outside (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) talks to the boys about it. She's like, I know exactly where Fenella is. I know that she didn't do this. Mm -hmm. And the maid comes by and she's like, oh, have you found my lady? And she's like, yeah, she's up in my room sleeping. Why don't you go and tend to her or whatever Mm -hmm. you do? And then all of a sudden, a blood curdling (laughs) scream happens from upstairs. They go up. Well and and I think they go up because the scream sounds like it's not Fenella. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's 100% the maid screaming. So they go up and they find Fenella stabbed in her in the bed. In the maid's in bed, in the neck, dead, dead. Fanella has been murdered. Refrigerated. Oh, just refrigerated. So hard guys and it's a lot
1: i know this isn't gonna come as a surprise to anybody but no one gives
0: a shit that vanilla is dead except <laughs> that it's another clue no they're all like well this person was accounted for yeah and this person was accounted for and this is where they they're like this person is obviously using the secret passages because nobody left right or arrived via the door we could all see but guys it's literally said, in this moment,
1: where it's been seconds since they found her body, it's literally said, well, we know Fenella didn't do this one. <laughs> and it's like, God! <laughs> and it's also implied that it's like, wait, we can understand where people might want to say dead, or Alan, the, the husband, dead, uh-huh. because they were like important people that people have emotions and feelings about. But Fenella didn't mean anything to anybody.
0: Right. Why would anybody oh, want to kill? God. No. No. <laughs> so they start going through the the list of people who knew about the secret passages. And basically the only two people who were not accounted for who know about them are Lady MacDonald because she's a member of the family and Bowie because he was the first and also the the old Laird's boyfriend. Mm-hmm.
1: And Alpin, because this is where we get the conversation about how muscly yeah. Alpin is, because the idea oh, is like, yeah. could a nine-year-old boy have done this? And they're like, you don't understand the biceps on this
0: kid. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, go get Lady MacDonald, and her reaction will tell us whether or not she did this. Yeah. So they go get her. She faints. She is appropriately shocked. And they're like, she didn't do this.
1: They use the like use porfin hill's body just to like shock people with and be like uh-huh. put it in front of this person see what they do <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just- so then they bring bowie in and say like get my brothers out of here he's not gonna talk to them like i know some things la mm-hmm. la yeah so this is when we find out a metric fuck ton mm-hmm. we find out that Lady MacDonald was maybe not as okay with her son's sexuality as she reported to be mm-hmm. because Bowie's like, no, she was fine with it as long as she thought she was still going to have grandkids. Mm-hmm. But the moment that she realized that he actually had a boyfriend and that he was never going to bed his wife, she flipped the fuck out. Yeah. And he had apparently thrown a masquerade ball the night that he also, can I just say? Hard limit like,
1: masquerade masks.
0: No. I just hard limit just improbable plot points. Also that no, I just wish that it wasn't like the most stereotypically gay thing possible. <laughs> and I'm saying with that with quotation marks she is like using quotes, literally so. literally the it says he just loved feasts and celebrations like that. He just loved being the jubilant gay man. <laughs> like, uh-huh. fine, fine. But
1: I mean, I really like feasts and no,
0: celebrations. I, it's a fair interest. I do too. It just felt because of everything else that's been so like be this kind of lady or, you know, she sucks because of x y and z. It just felt it just felt contrived I in got this yeah. circumstance for me. Okay. So anyway, Lady MacDonald caught them fucking with masks on the night he died. Right. And so she doesn't know that it was Bowie. Could have been any of the visitors. Right. Because he like had a disguise on and he suited his hair so that it was a different color Mm -hmm. and it was a whole thing. So they're naked with masks on. She flips the fuck out. She's like, you need to give me grandchildren. And he's like, I'm lair to this castle. And if you don't shape up, I'm going to ship you out. Yeah. And... Bowie fled and then he never heard from him again. And then he was dead the next morning. Right. So they're like, hold the phone. Yeah. I did love that when Bowie was like, all right, well, I guess I'll be out of your sight then. And I'll never lay a foot on your property again. I'll just go
1: get burned by the church at the stake. Yeah. I'll just soak yeah. off and wait for my burning.
0: Right. <laughs> and they're both like, we don't give a shit who you love or fuck. Like, you're good at your job. You you stay. Yeah, what you that's doing? fine. You know, Stick I around. liked it. Yeah. So then he and Sade have a little heart to heart. And Sade is like, yeah, it's really weird because, you know, Lady McDonald even told me about the three of her babies that died. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Sade, no, she's only had one child. Mm-hmm. And that was Alan. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, except that her sister who was married to her husband before her, Mm -hmm. had three bears that she was nursemaid to. And guess how they died. And then died before they turned one under mysterious circumstances. (laughs) With a smotherness. Yeah. And then her sister supposedly threw herself off of a Scottish cliff Mm -hmm. because of all of the tragedy that had befallen her. Uh So they're both like, Hold on.
1: Which I think... she may not have killed that sister. I mean, that's a lot of tragedy. Who knows? No,
0: she, no, no, no. They talk about it later. She's oh. like, You mean how you killed your three kids? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, and your the three kids, yeah. I remember that. And okay. also your sister. I'm just saying yeah. that that
1: may have just been a fair suicide. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, she could have waited that one out. That may have happened anyway.
0: Yeah. So they're like, All right, well, I think we cracked the case. I think we got to go find Lady McDonald. And. Wait, can I just bing boom bong capital L <laughs> ladies with Melody? Again? Well, because <laughs> here's my thing. Not only is she a capital L lady, mm-hmm. right? And they're only taught certain things in normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. But she's also like a partially petrified capital L lady. Who? McDonald's? Old as fuck. Yes. Yes. How mm-hmm. when did first of all, when was she taught to bow and arrow people? Oh, Or anything. Right? When did she get the the proficiency to do it while the target is moving at high speeds? At high speeds? Like, she was racing him back. She was racing. Yeah. How did Lady MacDonald lay down on her tummy parts and then pop Mm -hmm. up in time and then aim at okay. a moving target i had I just this don't understand. worry
1: but i was going so fast in the scottish two times as fast at the end of this book yeah. that i was like i clearly missed where she hired somebody to do this i was yeah, sure so she personally did all these murders apparently she drowned her son personally? Oh, yeah. I'll get to it. I was just sure. I herbs so much that I was just like, she definitely hired a hitman, but I don't have time to go back.
0: No, which is ironic because there are herbs involved in her son's death. You oh, herbs, yeah, 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 I knew that, but I didn't think yeah. she was the one out in oh, yeah. the walk. Okay, okay. No, 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 sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Hold,
1: okay, hold right, my so hand. Take me through what the happens. Highlands.
0: Here we go. All right. <laughs> the Highlander intrigue. So, here's what happens. They put her in the room with Alpin because they're like... We gotta find this murderous wench. Mm-hmm. And also, like, they put her in a room that is one of the main entrances to the secret passages that the murderer yep. has been using the whole time. Yes. So what about that makes sense to you? Nothing about like, it. Like, put her in the great hall. Yeah. Like, be logical about this. I just anyway, want to point out, Melody loved this
1: book. <laughs>
0: I did. I really enjoyed it. you have all the same complaints about it <laughs> that I do. No, it was just so... I just... I really liked it. It's, I really liked the like reading Scottish experience.
1: accents. That's I what you I like. I you can get away with I don't with think a lot. you liked this book. I think you I don't liked know. the accent of the you narrator.
0: I don't know if I liked this book, but I really fucking enjoyed it.
1: Okay, fair. Okay. Yeah. I did not.
0: Right, sure. So <laughs> okay. so they put her in this room, and Lady McDonald clubs a brother over the head. Uh-huh. She's already clubbed the other brother, because remember, there's always got to be two. And then she puts a knife up to young Alpin's throat, because he's been sedated, but only enough. Like, mm-hmm. he's not sedated to the point of unconsciousness. He yeah. can still walk around. He's just apparently a zombie of some sort. Mm-hmm. So she's got her knife to her throat, and she's like, last... You're gonna get a torch and you're gonna get into that passageway with me. And this is where we get our villain monologue. She's mm-hmm. like, I wanted to murder you because you're not a good lady. Yeah. You curse too much and you wear breeches and I hate that. And Sade's like, I thought you liked me. And she's like, I do. I do like you. Yeah. But she's like the ultimate sociopath, Lady yeah. McDonald. Uh huh. So she's like, I wanted to kill you so that I could find Greer a suitable wife. Right. And then if he doesn't wanna get in line, I'll just kill him too. And then help the next person to the table. And title. she also,
1: part of it was like she heard her like crying out in ecstasy in the room, right?
0: Oh, yeah. She doesn't like that she likes to fuck. Yeah. Doesn't like yeah. that. She says that ladies, good ladies, suffer their husbands' attentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says that she was just as bad as her whore of a sister mm-hmm. because she liked fucking too. And how yeah. dare she? Yeah. And meanwhile, she's poking her in the back with this knife. Mm-hmm. Anytime she stops moving or asks a question, poke, poke. Right, She gets her all the way up to the bell tower. We find out that she did, in fact, kill her sister and all of the nieces. She did find Alan. And then what happened with Alan is that he was like, I'm going to put you out to pasture if you don't shut the fuck up. Right. And she was like, I'm going to put herbs in your wine. (laughs) And it's going to be the similar kind of herbs that don't make you go to sleep. It just makes you very suggestible. Sure. And it makes you very docile. Mm -hmm. And so she herbs him Mm -hmm. and then... She took him out through the secret passageways because the passageways have an entrance that comes out by the lock. Uh And then she stripped him down like a good mother should. Weird. Puts her, I know, right? And then takes him out into the lock. And then she said that he barely struggled. She just had to hold his head underwater. And he was so herbsed that he just went with it to his death. And then she went back and she slept like a baby because her job was done. And he'd always been a disappointment. She's like...
1: 80, you guys. She's,
0: so, she's old. so old. Well, I mean, in Highlander times, people only lived till they were like 50 or something. She's like 50, you guys. She's, she's like so old, though. And like, no medicines, you know? No. So, okay. Then they're in the bell tower. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, fuck it. So they're <laughs> in the bell tower. <laughs> I remembered a pivotal romantic thing, but basically Greer tells her that he loves her, and that's why he wants to protect her. A sure. while ago. Oh yeah, that but was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. So uh, officially, the score is Greer has said I love you. Yeah. Sade has said nothing back. I love that's you. The score between them. One for Greer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Silence for Sade. All yeah. right. So they're in the bell tower, and she's she's been poking her with this knife, and Sade is continuing. The villain monologue because she's just hoping somebody's gonna find them, mm-hmm. and then they do find them. Yep. Greer shows up with Ollie and Conran and Rory. No, Rory's nobody cares. There no. are so many. Some of down. those brothers are up there. <laughs> That's right, and they restrain the McDonald woman, not hard and crazy old frail woman, and they also don't restrain her enough. <laughs> yeah, because fair. they. Just take their eyes off her for a moment, and she throws herself off the bell tower yep. to her death because she'd rather she wants to be in charge of her of her death. And I understand that. Yeah, I get that. You know, yeah, just want to hang. Fuck no. that. All right. So this book ends <laughs> with Sade in a bed because she's been stabbed a few times again, mm-hmm. and Greer pacing and feeling terrible, and her brothers talk them Talk her through her feelings because she's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, he said I love you, and they're like, Did you crickets him, or did you say something back? And And she's like, like, I straight, I straight straight crickets crickets him him,
1: because I'm terrible. You guys know me; (laughs) I'm the worst.
0: (laughs) So, they're like, All right, tell me how you feel about him. And she's like, Well, I trust him. I know I can rely on him. I really like his bed, and I think he's really smart. And they're like. Dude, newsflash: You love him. Mm-hmm. That's Highland Times love, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You respect your husband, and you don't mind his penis, right? Highland Times love. That's Highlander Times love. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's kind of now times love as well.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, and fair. Of times, that that's is, just that that's is what now love times is. love, right? Yeah. So they leave the room. He comes over, and he's like, "All right, when are they taking you?" <gasps> and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, well, I'm obviously the worst husband in the world and I can't protect you. And so when are they taking you back to Buchanan so I'll never see you again? Aww. And she's like, no, dummy. Like, oh, actually, I do love this. We, I didn't quite explain it well, but they're, they're like, she's like, no, they asked me if, if I love you. And he's like, okay, and what did you say? She's like, oh, well, I told them that I wouldn't save you in a fire and uh, like something else that is, atrocious and he's right. like okay so when are you leaving because obviously like, i suck yeah and she's like no i wouldn't save you in a fire because you would save me first and this other thing that sounds horrible is actually kind of nice but no that's like, not cute oh wife like no, okay melody <laughs> straight it's up adorable no it's not adorable
1: though objectively straight up <laughs> no, melody would you save michael in a fire
0: yeah obviously yes Unless he saved me first. The answer is yes. And actually, I would save Ember first. But also, the question presupposes that you're not already saved
1: by the person. No, that's know. That's,
0: that's a <laughs> presupposition
1: for that question is that you're not you know. already being saved. Jesus.
0: It's so good. So anyway, she finally says that she loves him. He's Fine. head over heels. So excited. They're, they deserve gonna each other. Have, they're going to have so many... Bekilted babies. No one's even prepared Fanella's <laughs> body
1: for burial. Like, <laughs> oh. there's no funeral. There's no, like, you know how at the end of these, there's usually a nod to I don't even the- think they
0: called the priest.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> usually at the end of these, there's at least a nod to, like, and and we were all so sad about Fanella. but no. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. No, they just live
0: happily ever after. Yep. It makes me really happy.
1: Yep. And that that corpse just rots away in that room. They just seal it up and they forget about mm-hmm. her forever. Mm-hmm.
0: No, they just throw her out and think that the wolves will get her. I'm Maybe? sure there were still wolves in Scotland at that point. Wolves, wolves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I really like this book. Oh, was, God. You guys, this was, was a It was problematic. Stinker. And there were problems, but I enjoyed it from start to finish. It was a
1: stinker. I'm sorry. I
0: did. I recommend the Audible. You will not notice a lot or you will forgive a lot.
1: or If you listen to it at two times the speed, you will not notice will a lot. You miss a lot. Like who did
0: the murders? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. You know what? I really enjoyed this. I'm not going to return the Audible. I'm going to keep it. It's going to be mine forever.
1: The only way I would have enjoyed this book is if Finella or Millie were the murderer. hashtag Justice for Finella hashtag Justice for Millie, because
0: then yeah. I would have hashtag felt personhood like personhood for Millie. Any, just anything. anything, anything. I would like Millie to have literally anything or Finella,
1: because as much as Millie was a sex cardboard cutout, Finella was just a just a, a grief cardboard a grief cutout. One, yeah, yeah, but not even. We shouldn't even say grief. It's just like moping. <laughs>
0: right <laughs> anyway yeah they wouldn't even give her grief Mm-mm. yeah
1: the word grieving never appears in this book like no. finella is grieving it's like finella's a bitch that's the whole thing
0: <laughs> finella is super annoying oh
1: <sighs>
0: yeah this thing was great two sociopaths fall in love woof i really enjoyed it Erin <laughs> do you have a lady love Well oh, if you give me a sec i'll think of something okay i have one okay i have one melody My lady love has to do with Ember being across the world right now Mm -hmm. because we're one week in as of this recording. Actually, by the time this recording reaches listeners, we will be two weeks in and he will almost be home. But my lady love is allow yourself to feel good about things society tells you maybe you shouldn't feel great about. Like your child being away from you? Yeah. Like... I am acknowledging the fact that one of the reasons our recording hiccup last week was totally okay was because I wasn't also juggling trying to deal with a toddler while dealing with the last minute editing. Mm -hmm. And I got to take a nap on Friday right after my day job was over. Like I've just been able to do way more things that are just for me or productive for our household still. But like I have a hair mask in right now. Mm -hmm. I can't reliably say that I'll be able to shower at some point or that I'll be or that I'll want to shower if I'm like super fucking tired right before bed. Mm -hmm. And I can right now reliably say I will totally be (laughs) able to A, have time to wash this hair mask out and B, have The bandwidth to make it happen. So, yes, it's still a little hard. I get I get pictures and videos and, you know, it's it's hard when we're FaceTiming and he says I want he like points at the FaceTime and he's like, I want to go to mama's house. Mm. And like my heart kind of just leaks out of all of my pores. Mm -hmm. But it's also really nice to have this break. And I am not going to feel bad about that. God damn it. (laughs) I know I'm in a really privileged position because I trust my Mm mother-in-law. We have the money to send him to Taiwan to have this amazing experience with his great-grandmother. And it's what's best for him. And I'm good with just celebrating my current kidlessness. So Mm -hmm. that's my fucking lady love. Even if you think people will tell you you might be a little bit of a bad mom, just tell them to fuck themselves mm-hmm. and be okay with your decisions. <laughs> so there. I I
1: am also celebrating my lack of children just yeah. on a daily basis all day, every right. day. Right. Just, just a big celebration over here. Uh-huh. But I don't have one, so no one really judges me for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my lady love is going to be super basic, but it's- I'm into it. Yeah. I think I'm going to
0: say soup. <laughs> <laughs> soup. I have a question. Were you eating soup or ice cream throughout this recording? Oh, that was Baby Bell cheeses. During the no, last you one, had- I was—I
1: had a uh, uh, a yogurt. Oh, okay, I had a Greek okay. yogurt, a zero, 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 as we call it at Weight Watchers. Oh. Yeah. It's a zero point yogurt. It's very good. Oh, neat. Um, yeah. And then I had two Baby Bell cheeses.
0: Yum. But my... All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrogate you about your food.
1: But man, it's finally soup season, and I love a soup. <gasps>
0: Uh huh. I love a stew. Yeah,
1: I like a stew too. I just too. made
0: chili this week. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love my chili.
1: I made spinach soup this week, a uh, spicy mm-hmm. chipotle spinach soup, Ooh. and it's very, very good. And it's got some crusty breads, and I might go eat some now.
0: Yum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, soups. Yay, soups. I like it. No, it's definitely soup season, and it makes me the happiest. Yeah. I've also got this um this spicy lentil turkey sausage kale mm. stew yeah it's like instant potable it's and good good god it is so yummy yeah. you
1: know we've gotten a couple questions for maybe doing like a bonus episode about our favorite recipes yeah yeah we should, we do, should that. do
0: that okay that. i can also post all of the recipes on the patreon yeah page let's do too. that let's yeah. do that now we'll do that yeah that's a good idea do all right that this send me week. your recipes i will and i will post them for listeners okay okay all right, I love you the most, the tonses I love you
1: too, uh, you can find love. us at Heaving Bosoms Podcast on Facebook, Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult on Facebook Heaving underscore bosoms on Twitter Heaving Bosoms on Instagram and Heaving bosoms Podcast at gmail.com to send yeah. us emails about whether we pronounced Harry Potter correctly
0: yeah, or was that or the last Belatrix. one?
1: I don't even remember.
0: Bellatrix that's not correct (laughs) all right all right love you tons and I will chat with you soon all right right. bye bye Bye. hey you yes listener you are you loving the show if so please leave a rating and review in your podcast app The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.